Okay, today's daf is daf Chavzayin, and we started the mission yesterday. We're discussing a person who's taken out of the tchum, and uh, that he's only has dalad amot to walk, even though he was forced out of the out of his tchum. And um, we also discussed the concept of how we know tchum is two two thousand amot in last year. So the gemara now begins a line down. How do we know when it says that we have his um meaning the air underneath his daladamot? Where do you get that from? And the idea is that that's molokomato, the height of an individual, which is about three amot, plus pishut yadaim, so you can stretch out as well. However, Rabbi Yehuda says, who veshalosh amot, kadeshia notel chavit, was really shalosh amot, really kadeshia notel chavit, mirushotav, venotan baragulotav. In other words, it wasn't just enough room for him, but also that so he, can, he can deal with some of his, like his barrel, some of his kalim, at either his head or the base of his feet. In other words, they get, like, Tachtav is him and his Caleb. That's the idea of Dalad Amot. Now, what's the Nathgambin between the two? Under Rabbi Yehuda, it is Mamash Dalad Amot exactly, Mitzum Tzemet, Mitzum Samot, sorry. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, since Peshut Yadaim is going to be adding a bit more than an Amar, it gives it really a little bit more than Dalad Amot. Okay, that's the idea. Now, the Gemara acts, adds, one second, if he's limited there, what's he going to do? He has to go to the toilet, and he also has to daven. But you can't go to the toilet where you're davening. So what's this person going to be doing for the, the entire time? So he says, Kishu nifne, nifne kishu mitpalel, mitpalel and What we learned from this Mishnah already, according to the story, Gemara, sorry, at this stage, is that when you give him Dalet Amot, it's Dalet Amot that is square. Okay? configured like the like the way of the world, but we'll discuss exactly uh, in terms of how we give Tchumim and Dalad Amot. But once you've got square, what it really means then is that he doesn't have four Amot from corner to corner because it's going to be four four times root two, right? So if you use the Gemara's approximation of 1.4, then it's, uh, what is it, 5.6, okay? So what he can do is he can relieve himself at one corner and Daven at the other corner, and he has Dalad Amot from where he relieved himself. Okay, and that's enough distance you can leave before where you can such that you can daven. So he has a solution despite the fact he's got a very small space. Now, Reb Chaim however points out that we have to assume that it's not smelling, because if it smells, then you can't daven. You can only daven them up from where the smell stops. Okay, but that's uh, that's an assumption that we're dealing with uh, someone who relieves himself, and I don't know, it's a uh, stop smelling or something. Okay, now Rabbi Yossi ben Pazi Bayin. Now this is a really fascinating question. Says Arba Amru is a tchumhem or einam tchum. When you give this person dalad amot, what's its status? Is it a new type of tchum, meaning just like you have two thousand amot out of the city that you're limited to? So now the person stepped out of tchum, and this is his new tchum. Okay, and it just happens to be this tchum is dalad amot. We're going to see the nafkimena soon, or it's not a tchum, meaning it's a din of mekomo, or it's a bit like his bite. So really, he shouldn't be able to move at all. He should be able to be, like, we're not giving him a new trom. He should be standing still, not moving at all. However, this Dalanamon has a din of a bite, right? It's such that you can walk around in that space, if you like. That's his makom. Now, what's a nafkim in between the two? In Tamar, we're going to see, I'm going to share a sheet now, because Rebbechem gives me a bit of uh, detail on this uh, particular sugya, and I'm sort of summarizing this sheet above. So it says as follows, in Tamar, if you want to say that it's a trumhem, then ain't not nilo arba amot mishneh makomot. What does that mean? It means that if you hold it to Tchum, that, well, he can walk Dalad Amot, but then can he also, say, throw something from the edge of where he can walk, an item, say, throw it a little bit further, 
not a full Dalai Lama, but a, a distance away from where he is. So can he take an item throw further? Now, if you say that the Dalai Lama of his has a status of a Tchum, well, as I've shown you on the sheet, then you don't give him the ability to throw something even further than the Dalai Lama. Why? Because just as a person is limited to his Tchum, so are his possessions. Okay, and the Gemara says, in Tema Enam Tchum, if you hold it, if you hold it, it his, it's his Makom, I Meaning it's not a tchum, he doesn't have a tchum at all. Ella, so what it not nimla arba mot mishneka makomot. Then what happens is, is he'll be able to, his, his positions aren't limited to that four, sp- four space. It's just a matter of that he himself can't walk outside his, if you like, his bait. And therefore he can, but he can throw something at a distance, say within four amot. That's what it means, shne makomot. The four he has, plus his kalim go an extra four. Ah, but now, by the way, this is the way the Rukhain explains most of my explain the sugya. Ah, uh, but one second. If it is like his makom, isn't it like being motzim roshosiyachet roshosarabim? And the answer is that no. When it comes to that, might be true for Adam, but not for Caleb, according to this explanation. That yes, he might be limited, like we treat it like his makom for himself to be locked in, but not for his Caleb that is mamash like a roshosiyachet, such that he can therefore he's able to also throw it. You got a bit extra you can move the Caleb for. Okay, that's the first way of explaining the Gemara. However, Reb Chaim doesn't like that really at all. Because he says, what difference does it make between Adam and Kalim? How can you make this chiluk? How can you make this nafkimin? If he can't go out because it's like his makkot, if you if find us Rashiyachid, then taking a kli and throwing it a distance outside that space should be like taking from Rashiyachid to a karamelin. So therefore, the other, Yeshima Farshim, he says, other people explain that it does mamasha shinu girsa, meaning, it's the opposite way around. Not nim makamot when if you treat it like you can see on the sheet as a tchum, and not not nim makamot if it's kabetol. Let me explain. So what are we dealing with? If you're talking about now, I can take a clean beyond the tchum of the individual. It must be talking about bekelim delavidhu. Must be talking about other kelim that are allowed to go that distance. Okay, someone else, someone else, some else's tchum or something, and it's their kelim. Oh, so if that's a situation, yes, he is limited with how far he can go. But the Kalim can go further, so Ali Zerika, you can throw it at a distance a little bit further, less than Dalai However, according to the Shita, that it's Makom, well, now it's consistent now. If it's Makom, it's like a Rosh Yachid. And if it's like a Rosh Yachid, the Kalim can't go out of that space. You can't take a Kalim from there to out of it because it's like taking Rosh Yachid to a Karamlid. Okay? However, as you can see, you'd have to switch the Girsa around entirely, like you can see on the chart. However, what Rav Chaim says is, do you know what? We could explain it in this Derech, but once again, if it's his makom, if it's like his bait, if you like, he can't take an item out, but, and not switch the gears around. However, what's it dealing with? It could be dealing with, sorry, I'm missing on the chart. We're dealing with a case where you've got overlapping tchumim of two different people. Okay. So if you hold it to tchum, then we're concerned about taking it out that space because you might be nimshachacharav. You might be drawn after it. However, if you hold that it's his makom, it's rishusiachid, well, the other person's Rashud is also Rashusayachid, so there'd be no problem of you now taking from that Rashusayachid to the other Rashusayachid. Okay? The issue was if it was Makom that we said Akasha before us, if it's, it's Makom, you take Rashusayachid out of it, it would be to a Karmelit. However, if there's a neighboring person right there, you could take Rashusayachid to Rashusayachid. Ah, but one second. You, normally you can't take Rashusayachid to another Rashusayachid without some sort of Eruv Chatseiros. Not Rev Chum. No, but how if you're talking about this situation with two guys stuck in the desert with Dalai Lama, you don't have to worry about Rev Chatseyo. That's like that. That's the other way of understanding the Gemara. Okay. So the Gemara now continues. So again, two ways of understanding exactly what it means Mishum Tchum or Mishum 
is it mish uh like it's rushus yachid or like it's his uh reshut. By the way, uh I did a Mishnah Yomad article on this. When it, I, I sort of when we did the Mishnah very, very quickly in the beginning, we talked about the fact if the if not nor the ear, meaning the going plus place him in a deer or they put him in an ear. And there's machloket actually, um, whether that ear also has a machitza like the deer does. Okay. Um, and one way of explaining the debate there is, is that why are we giving him the area within, within the area? I mean, the way I explained in the article, is it also Mishumit because it's Mishumit? If it's Mishumit, then the city would have to have a wall around it. However, if you say it's Mishumit, like another mechanism that lets him walk when he's placed there forcibly, and then you wouldn't need walls around it. Again, we see this sort of, this grappling of how we understand these new regions for a person who's gone out to Tchum as a Mishumit or a Tchum, um, uh, like uh, elsewhere, right? Like we see, like uh, it's a, a really important subject. Yeah. Okay, let's continue. Amrav Zira Manitin Amrav Ken. We see a mission that proves it because it says Arba Moch Amru is it's Tchum and the Arba we give him Mishum Tchum. That means he and his objects are limited to that space of four, so he couldn't be Zorak outside it, as the uh, um, as we've been saying. Okay, it'd be limited unless, of course, it was somebody else's cabinet. Once again, Bahataninan, but not Hatanin doesn't mean uh Kasha, it means really a siwa, meaning Binichuta as we see sometimes. It says Bavachlu Yatsi Zemi Toshalola Toksha Khaveiro. So once again, since you're limited, again, two people that tru him next to each other, since you're limited from taking from yours and placing it in your friends, you see he had two ways to explain exactly what the proof is, but you see the objects are limited to where you can go, so therefore that Dalaramot they give this individual is Mishum Tchum. And not Mishum Rishut. Okay, let's now learn the next commandment. So we talk about the, the, individual who, the individual who's taken out by force and placed outside the home. Then it said, If they place him back inside the city, then it's Yatsa, then it's as if he never left, and therefore he can walk the entire city. Okay? Now the Gemara says, that's im However, that's only if he was forced back. What if the individual walked back? Well, the Gemara says, well, by inference, then, since the mission didn't mention that case, it must be that it's Asur. In, in other words, even if you walk back inside the Tchum, you would still be limited to Dalad Amot. So Amrav Acha, this is the next case. Amrav Acha, it seems to be that, that's Shittat Ren Nechemihi. Why? The Tani, as it says, Get rid of the word Chazru here. But, um, that's where Chaim says it. If, um, you take it out to Rosh Shogeg, if it's taken out by mistake, you can eat it. Not a problem. Mezid lo Right? If it's taken deliberately, you're not allowed to do it. You're, you're, you're over on the Easter on Shabbos deliberately. Reb Nechime says, Beim b'shogeg, beim It doesn't matter where, how it went into Shusarabim. It'll be Asur. Lo yachlu. An shiyechziran l'makom shogeg. Provided that what? That you can have it only if it was returned back into Shusarabim b'shogeg. Okay? Mashma what? That if it was done deliberately, brought back into Shazach, we play a knas, despite the fact it's back where it started. Ah, so you see that our Mishnah must be Shittat Reb because he says only if it was brought back, Beshogeg, is when you're allowed to say, uh, say eat from the food that was again taken out of Shazach and back. So to in our case, only if the guy was Hichziru, they brought him back, but not if he went back normally. In other words, a knas applies to an individual who deliberately goes, either brings a kahabat's back, like Rene Chemi says, or in Amishnah, deliberately goes back into the tool. However, interesting point about Chachamim, the Chachamim's mashbub from that sugya, the Chachamim would say that, you know, if you, if you look still amazing, it'd be mutar. Okay, that's, that's sugya number one. Now we say, but that Shin Rebbechem seems to follow Rebbe Meir in a different case. The Tanya Mavashel, Hamasim of Shabbos, if someone does have a Shumas Mas or a cooks on Shabbos, 
If he does a Beshogeg, he's allowed to eat on Shabbos itself. Mezid lo yochal. If he does it deliberately, he can't eat on Shabbos itself. Now, important that Tzugi, got Rabbi Huda says, even on Shogeg, wouldn't be able to eat on the Shabbos itself. Now, what we see here is an important understanding, according to, that if you say in Nehemiah, like Rabbi Meir, do you see in Rabbi Meir, if someone cooked on Shabbos, on Shabbos itself, he's allowed to eat it, must be imply what? The lo kansin on Shogeg atu mezid. We don't say that, oh, if we allow him to, in this situation, he might deliberately do it on Shabbos. No, we don't say that. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Even if it's not the Shogi, we say you're not allowed to eat, eat that food on Shabbos. So you see, therefore, that the that it's not just it was brought back by force. I feel the Shogi is okay because we say That's that's okay. Okay, next Sugya. This is another great Sugya. So what happens is, if you're Shvita, you got your 2,000 Amot in a particular location, and then what happens on Shabbos itself, the construction workers come and they make a big fence around where you are. Now, normally, if you make your Makum Shvita inside a fenced area, what happens? That's considered like Dalad Amot, like your house, like a big city, and you can walk 2,000 Amot outside it. Now, the question is, now that it's a fenced-in area, well, can I walk maybe Can I walk maybe the entire fenced-in area or not? Okay. But and importantly, when Shabbos came in, there wasn't that area wasn't fenced up and all that with 2,000 Amor. So what we see here is as follows. We've got three of them. So Rav Chuna says, The Mechitza that going to construct on Shabbos has absolutely no uh, impact on your status. Ella, what? He can only walk 2,000 on each direction. And because we disregard those Mechitza, that's what it sounds like at the moment, you can only carry four Amot. As if those mechitza were there. Now, there's two ways to understand this. One understanding is, I brought it on the sheet here, on the page two at the top, either because Rav Chunas heard mechitza and Nasebe Shabbos al mechitza. Because any mechitza that are constructed on Shabbos is as if they weren't even there. They're absolutely meaningless. So it's as if the mechitza were there. So again, it's like he may, make, makes him a shivita in a very open area. Yes, he can walk 3,000 or more in each direction because it's not fenced off. He can't carry. Alternatively, Rav Chaim brings a different explanation why Rav Chunas says that. Either maybe it is. Maybe it is that really mechitzot that that um, the mechitzot that were created on Shabbos has it in a mechitzot. So normally, say if it was in a city, you'd be able to carry in that area. However, um, it won't help you for tchum because you have to be shavat within those mechitzot in order to give it a shem, if you like, daladamot for you for for tchum. Okay. Ah, uh, then what about Tiltal? Why can't I carry in the entire space? Why can't I go to the end of Havarak and walk and then throw it even further within these Mechitzot? Well, that's different. Why? Because since you can only carry, or say, uh, carry, or sorry, theoretically, I should say, you could carry within the 2000 Amot, and beyond it, you can't, you're not allowed to throw even to those areas because the, the concern of Shemim Nishacharav, in case you might actually walk beyond how far you can walk because you threw it there. Therefore, not the entire space is not an area in which you can carry in. Okay. And therefore, it's a bit like a mechitza that was which means if you've got a, say, a region that's completely open on one end to a region that's asur for you to carry in, then we say the whole thing's asur to carry in. So that's effectively another, the second way of understanding Rav Chuna. That really, again, the mechitza might have helped you for tilt, but not in this case because you can't carry in the you can't walk or carry in that entire area or even throw in this entire area because the tchum is still limited to two thousand or because the mechitza only came in after Shabbat. Okay, that's Rav Chuna. Second understanding: Chia Rav. What's Rav? Rav says Malech Matalta Lapayit. 
that you can what? You can walk 2,000 amot and you can even carry 2,000 amot. Because again, he agrees that your tchumism in 2,000 amot, the fact that they put the mechitza around you doesn't help you. Okay, we're going to understand why. That sounds like Rabbi Akiva, right? That if again, going and place you within a mechitza, it won't help you. However, you can metaltel. You can carry as far up until 2,000 amot because the mechitzas work for carrying. However, um, so, and we don't say it's considered a parutzla makom asur. Okay? That's his shitot. However, you can't throw beyond because shemanim shachacharav. However, the final shitot is Rabbi Yaakov Ba'acha, said Rabbi Avunah B'Shem Chia B'Rei D'Rav, says, Ma'alech al-Payim, you can walk 2,000, Amah, Umetaltel Ba'arba'at Alafim. Amah, Sam Al-Yadeh Zrika. Now, according to um, the last shitot, he says, we're not concerned shemanim shachacharav, so therefore, you can only walk 2,000 amot, but since the whole area is fenced off, you can even throw it as far as you like within this area. Now, according to uh, Reb Chaim, he points out that we must be talking about Kalim that don't belong to this individual, because otherwise, just as you can't go beyond how far you can walk, so to you, Kalim can't. Okay? But that's, uh, that's, that would be, if you're going to throw it beyond how far you can walk. Okay. Now, the Gemara says, Habubay Meymar, Ma Pligin, this Homachloket, where really Rav Chuna, Rav Chi, and Rav Yaakov all agree that, that despite the fact the air has been fenced off around you on Shabbat by the Goyim, you can, it doesn't help you. You can still, you don't treat the whole thing Dalad Amot and I can walk as far as I like. You treat it still as, you, know, you disregard that fact when it comes to Tchumim. So that sounds like Shira Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Shuvan, sorry, Rabbi Shuvan, Rabbi Akiva. Why? Now let's go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says if, if the Goyim pla- take him, take him out of the and place him in a deer, according to uh, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi, Yaak, Rabbi Akiva, we said, since these aren't the mechitzah you want Shabbat, you've only got Dalai Lama, you can't walk around it. And Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Eliezer, the Rabbi Nazar says, no, you can, call it, you can walk the whole area. Okay? So it must, the fact that the Hikifu going doesn't change the status of, in, in our case, Hikifu going mechitzata doesn't change the status, must mean that this seems to be this whole, or everyone seems to be working within the shittas of Rabbi Akiva, and um, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yeshua, because they were Shabbat, but talked those mechitz on onset of Shabbos. Just like Rabbi Akiva says, if they're going to take him and place him in a mechitz or outside the tchum, within a deer, it doesn't help you. However, the Gemara says, however, Baran Kraban Gamaliel, Rabbi Yezer, Lord Pligin, it seems to be everyone would agree that you'd be able to walk the entire area because they just said if, if he's placed in a, if, 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 he, if he's placed in a deer, the whole deer is considered Dalar Amot. However, the Gemara says no. That even the Rabban Gamaliel say that if the, the Goyim take him and take him out of the city and place him in a deer or some sort of enclosure, that they can walk the whole area, that's considered like the Dalad Amot. Here, they would agree that you, like, you'd, be, you'd be limited. In other words, Machlok Rav Chun Rav Chi and Rabbi Yaakov could work even according to that shita. Why? Because Kalhu. Because here, pleading because kalhu mishe kanalo shvita me mishe lo kanashita. In other words, sorry, kalhu mishe nakarcho mishe nakshita. In other words, our case is much more leaning the case where the goyim are taken and placed in the middle of nowhere. Why? Because it's the case with the place where they were taken and placed in the middle of nowhere. If we don't do anything for this individual, he only has dalad amot to walk. It's much more chamur. So that's why the chachamim. That's why Rabban Gamliel says, "Oh, okay." It, therefore, what we're going to do, we find a solution to say if he's inside this enclosure, we treat it like Dalet Amot, which is kind of like the Mishnah article, article I was talking to you before about. However, in this case, he already made his Makum Shvita at that location. He has 2,000 Amot. 
And they never go and put around it. Since it's much more cull, meaning you've already got 2,000 a month to walk, we're not at a strain to find a solution for this individual. So therefore, Raman Gamliel and Rebliel would agree that the fact that Mechitz were constructed around him isn't going to make the region like the Laramot because you can already walk 2,000 a month in any event. In other words, that's how we understand. So once again, just to recap, when it comes to the Mishnah, Mishnah is much more Chamor situation. Meaning, again, you take him outside. If we don't find a solution for him, he'll be Dalet Amot. That's why Rabban Gamla Rebeleza says, oh, if he's placed in the enclosure, we're like Dalet Amot. However, in this situation where he pays, put, put, places their roof down, and makes him a particular location, and then again, he fenced it around, he already has 2,000 Amot to walk in each, each direction, so everyone would agree that um, that it, it won't help him any further when it comes to the Tchum. Meaning, he, he, we don't treat like Dalet Amot, he's still limited in which way he can walk. The Machloket really is the Gabel Tiltul, as we saw in the Machloket, the three different Shid Rab Rab Chuna, Rab Chibar, sorry, Chibar Rab, and Rab Yaakov Baracha. Yeah, the two thousand uh, a moat—that's a radius or a diameter? Uh, radius. Uh huh. So it can really walk one thousand in each direction. No, that would be diameter. <laughs> in two thousand each direction, two thousand a moat is a radius. Well, four thousand he can walk yes. really. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, now, now, now let's continue. What happens if they place him al petachadir? What if they place him in the entrance to this inclo- into to this deer, this enclosure, or the pen? Now, according to Rabbi Kiva, it makes no difference whether inside, outside, or on the border it makes no difference because if they're going to take him on shoppers and place him in an enclosure, it's meaningless. <laughs> so therefore, he has two amot in either, either direction. For so those four amot, just a, it would be a diameter, to use your terminology. Not really a diameter, but like the, the sides of a square. Okay, as we explained before. However, that Raman Gamliel, Rabbi sorry, We don't give him both. Now, there's two ways to explain this quantum Chaim. He said, either because when he's placed on, on the outside, I was not outside, Mamash on the border. It's as if he's not inside it. And therefore, he doesn't get the whole enclosure. The problem is, if we let him go two amot inside and two amot outside, he might think that I'm in the enclosure. I can walk the entire enclosure. Therefore, we only give him, look, it makes it even worse. Now, we only give him two amot outside the enclosure. That's, that's the way, um, that's the first way I explain it. However, Reb Chaim appreciates, uh, sorry, uh, likes the second explanation better. Meaning the fact that he's bridging the enclosure, he's Dalar Amot, is two inside and two on outside. It's as if he's inside the enclosure. So I mean, I didn't even walk the entire enclosure according to Rabbi Lazar and Zari and Raman Gamliel. However, to give him the entire enclosure and two amot on the outside, that's a little bit much. So therefore, that's why it says we don't give him two, two inside and two outside. We only give him the two outside, which by extension means we give him the entire inside, which is a, certainly much more make hill than the first explanation, which is we only give him two outside. Okay. Okay, next thing to you. Nanu be what if they place him in the middle of enclosure within his tchum? Okay, this is a very important explanation. Reb Chaim says, in other words, he hasn't taken him outside his tchum; he's within his tchum. However, this, but the deer of the enclosure or the uh, the the um, pen that they place him in, but the deer itself bridges beyond his tchum. So what do we do? Rav Achabar Amar min Alfun. So Rav Achabar Amar said. In the name of his rebbe's, meaning based on what his alpuri learned, and Yehuda Amar la min misvara, he says, "Well, that will be machlok Rav Chuna Rav Chiyah That would be a machlok in terms of the, as we said, um, uh, the the shitot here. 
In other words, it wouldn't help you in terms of allowing you to walk further, but in terms of how much you can metaltel, is based on the machlo- same machlok we saw regarding hikifuwa goyim mechitzon. Okay, that's the idea. All right, let's now, let's let's the next piece of the Gemara. Rav Zi'ir Rav Chuna B'Shem Rav said, Ma Sheratsu Rabbi Yoshua Rabbi Kuhu Lachmira, or Mima probably, Zod Omer Shah Halachak Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel, so we saw the machloket again between these two, the two, the two amaraim and the other two amaraim, that whether if the goyim take a person and place him in chitzot shelo shavat bo, Rab, again, Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Akiva says he can't move at all. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Lazar ben Azar says he's got, you can walk the whole region. Then we saw the incident where they were on a ship, if you recall in the Mishnah, and the ship went outside the tchum, and it says that what Rabbi, Akiva, Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Akiva hechmiru alatzmam, they were machmir on themselves, not to move. So the Gemara at this stage assumes, oh, the fact that we're machmir on themselves must mean the halacha is not according to the shita. Otherwise, it wouldn't say the lashon of machmir, would they? So therefore, um, therefore, it must be the halacha must be according to Rabbi Gamliel Rabbi Yezid, that even though if they place you within an enclosure, even though that's not the enclosure you win on the onset of Shabbos, you can walk the entire space. Now, Rabbi B'Shem Rabbi Barashi says, Af bedir b'sahar, u b'sahar halacha k'Rabbi Gamliel v'Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So Rav Babashem said Barashi says, even the case of a deer halach is like, like these two, uh, Rav and Gamlin, Rabbi Lazar ben Azara, you can walk the person will be able to walk the entire space. So the question, what does that mean? So Hananya ben Achi Rabbi Yoshua, Hananya, who's the nephew of Rabbi Yoshua, Omer Kolayom Hayu Danim, we were dealing this whole day, Elu Kenegadelu was a machloket, Acheba Achi Abba, meaning Rabbi Yoshua himself, Echria, and he explained, Vechri Benehem, in the case of the ship where it's drifted outside the tchum, you can walk the whole you can walk the whole ship, like Rabban Gamliel Rabbi Azar. However, it's like Rabbi Shua Rabbi Akiva regarding the case of the going to pick them up and place them in the deer. Think you only have Dalar So Gemara says, I don't understand. They seem to be exactly the same cases. Ma ben Sahar, ma ben Sfina. What's enough gemini between the two shitot? So Chabraya Amar Sfina Mipnei Mechitzot Olotima. What does it mean Mechitzot Olotima? Reb Chaim explains here means it's called Mabadir Vasar Hanotamad Lochashvina Mishum Doroshavi Bavre Mechitzot. The reason why it doesn't work on Rabbi Kiva and Meshua doesn't work if they take you and place you in a deer outside because that's not the enclosure the the, the Mechitzot that you were Shabbat for. Therefore, you can't treat it like the Aladamot. However, the ship you're still in those original Mechitzot. It's still traveling with you. That's why that, that that's why if you like halachas like Rabbi Elazar or Rabbi Gamliel or Elazar ben Azaria, or even I should say Rabbi Shur, Rabbi Shur and Rabbi Kiv would agree Ella Hechmir Alatzman that you can walk the entire area. That's answer number one. Answer number two is Amar Abzira Mikavan Shukrin or Taba Arba Amot Ilun Elul Venot Nino Taba Armat Elul. That's why. So in other words, because a ship is constantly moving, every step you take, it's going to shift another Dalar Amot. It's it's moving at a rapid pace. Therefore, therefore, what? So there's two explanations. The reader of Chaim, says, Normally you can't, if you if they place you in a region, like in, in the middle of a deer of a Sahar, yes, you can't, you wouldn't be able to walk it. It's moving at a rapid rate through the ocean. So therefore, it doesn't have a din of Torah klal. Because in one step, you can't stay even within Daladamot because all things shifting. Uh, um, the the um, Korban explains it slightly differently. He says, because 
הלכה כל מותר דבלי, כי כמו שיוציאו עכו מתוך דלת אמותה ונו בדלת המנחרות, שונים לדלת אמות. It seems you're, you're compelled to move by force, meaning that just the ship's moving. It's as if every second, it's as if the going will take you out by force. And where you landed, you got Dalai Ramot. But that constantly keeps happening as you're going. So you're constantly getting a new Dalai Ramot because the ship's constantly moving. And that's another way of explaining it. Now the question, what difference is between these two different svarot of why the ship is different? Again, one svarot is the mechitzi or shavabor moving with you. Another one is kiluwe embo Dalai Ramot. So... Um, Because it's like constantly moving. So, so, so the one understanding, if you've got some sort of I don't know, barge or something like that that doesn't have walls, let's just change the girisa. According to Chavraya, that said you need mechitzot, the Ulis don't have mechitzot, so it'd be asur, change the girisa. It would be mutar, because the issue is not one of mechitzot, it's the issue with the fact that ships keep moving. Another nafkemenu was the imaya hayam galani, meaning if the, let's say the water was still and the ship isn't moving. That would be another nafkamina. Al data to chavraya, it would be here. We say mutar, change the girisa. Kun chavraya be mutar because you're still within the mechitzot. Have al data rabizira, kun rabizira, who says the whole issue is the ship's moving. Well, now it's not moving. It'll be asu. Okay. Amra rabizira manita amra ken, meaning arba motsha amu shehentchum. Now, what's this last statement? Read Reb Chaim. He says, because in the beginning we had a sveika, which the question was, is it a din tchum or was it a din rishul? That's how we started the shir really, towards the very beginning of the shir. So from the case of the sveika, we learned because it's moving every second, Dalaramot, Vishamina Rabchaim says, Da'azlinan batar dalet amot of what? Shebeyam. Velo batar dalet amot shebesfina. Again, the shita that says it's because the ship is moving means you look at the yam itself and not the the fact that it, the, in other words, what's your fixed fix reference, if you like, in, uh, it's, it's the ocean and not the ship. Lamanu shedim, therefore we learn it, uh, therefore we learn that it's not because it has a din reshut, it's got a din mekshum tchum. And that's because it wasn't called because, as we said, you're constantly shifting every few seconds. Um, uh, in other words, um, therefore, that's why you can walk the entire ship. Because the Dalamot was because it's your reshut where you are. Right? That's your Dalamot. Then, Uh, the, my reference point would be the Sfina, because it's where I am, and relative to a Sfina, that would be Makom Shvitato. Okay? So in other words, it's, very, it's fascinating that he says that that's the, um, from, the from this from this uh, Sugya, we're able to answer, resolve the debate, the question of the earlier Sugya, which anyway we said was Mishum Tchum, as you recall, because we brought a Bible to support it. Okay. You said it. Hold everyone. Have a good day.